Are you drowning in the chaos of your never-ending to-do list, feeling like there's just not enough time in the day to focus on what truly matters in your life and in your business? Well, in today's episode, we're tackling the struggle that keeps so many teacher entrepreneurs up at night, the relentless battle with time. So stay tuned because we're unlocking the transformative power of systems and outsourcing in your teaching business. Hey, my friend, welcome to the Teacher Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Katie Geddes, your host, a full-time owner of an online music studio and a coach for teacher entrepreneurs just like you. In this podcast, I dish out actionable tips and strategies to build your business as a teacher, but also bring the raw and honest conversations on mindset, personal growth, and the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship. If you're all about building a teacher business that's not only wildly successful, but that's sustainable and aligned with your values, Well, then grab that cup of coffee, get cozy, and let's dive right in. Hello, wonderful educators and entrepreneurs, and welcome back to the Teacher Entrepreneur Podcast. And welcome to the Diversifying Decoded series, where we're diving into four different paths that you can take to start diversifying your own teaching business past just live teaching hours. So first off, before we get into the episode, let me just say that if you haven't jumped on this yet, be sure to go and take my Paths to Diversify quiz. You can find it at katiegettis.com slash quiz. This is like a virtual compass for your business journey. All you do is answer a few questions about your current business goals, your struggles, and it'll guide you to the perfect diversification path for your unique business. And once you've got that golden insight, then circle back to this series because I want to take you even deeper into each of these paths, what they are, who they're for, and some strategies to get you started. All right, let's dive in and unravel the magic behind systems and outsourcing. Two of my favorite things. I'm a systems and outsourcing nerd. (laughs) We'll talk today about what that truly is, what it means. We'll also talk about who this might be the right fit for if you're someone who is trying to diversify your own teaching business past live teaching hours, but how to know if this is actually the next right step for you. And then we'll also talk about some strategies that you can implement right away into your business if this is that next right step. So let's dive in. I'm going to start out by describing systems and kind of defining what that really means. Because let's be honest, it is kind of this word that people throw out there that a lot of people probably are like, what does that even mean? I feel like this is just a buzzword. So systems are supposed to streamline our businesses. They make sure that everything runs smoothly and efficiently on a consistent basis. So this is stuff like automating tasks, workflows, it's project management systems, it's just getting organized in general. But to simplify things even more, most systems at the end of the day really are just a checklist or they're a video tutorial. So this tutorial or this checklist is usually created by you. And it's a step-by-step breakdown of the process that you follow every time that you go to complete a task. Of course, that means that this is most helpful with recurring tasks. So that could be like posting on Instagram or writing an email to send out to your email list every week. For example, a big chunk of systems that we have in my business are everything that we do every single month in the Online Teacher Academy. So what emails need to be sent to the members? When do we have meetings that are scheduled? How do we invite all of the members to the meetings? When do we update the portal and what do we say? I don't actually do all of those things myself. I have my team do a lot of that, but it's because I've created a system for us to follow. 
This could also be like a system for how to design a product on TPT on Canva or how to package a product up for TPT, how to upload it to the Teachers Pay Teachers platform, how to save all of the links that you need for that product, like putting the Canva link and the preview link and the TPT link and the Google Slides link and all of that together in one place so that when you go back to update that product, you have everything all together. And maybe it's even organized and color coded a little bit. So systems are honestly helpful for two reasons. They are helpful to get yourself organized if you're currently a one-woman show, or it's also helpful for when you decide to hire someone, this is how you train them. So when I document a system in my business, how I go about it is I screen record my computer screen using a tool called Loom. It's a very popular tool. Once I'm finished recording, Loom uploads that automatically and they give me a link that I can send to someone. So I then send that link to my virtual assistant and they watch the recording. And then if it's a recurring task, I usually have them create a checklist that they can follow every time. That way they don't have to go back and watch the video every single time. They can just check the checklist every time that they go to do that task. All of these things together are usually what people refer to as an SOP or a standard operating procedure. So usually we keep the link to that video and the link to that checklist somewhere that's easy to find. So for us, it's just in a list in my project management system. I use a project management system called ClickUp. And I do just want to pause and say that this isn't just for outsourcing. It's also just there to save time for you in your life so that the next time that maybe you would go to do something, if you don't have a team that's doing it, then you won't waste your time scrambling, knowing exactly what to do, what what links you need. Oh no, what's the password that in the login info that I needed to do that I can't remember. It's having everything in one place so that you can just get it done, bam, 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 move on to the next thing, not waste our time. All right, now let's pivot a little bit and talk a little bit about outsourcing and truly what that is. So outsourcing allows you to hand over specific responsibilities or tasks in your own business, either to experts in those areas, or you could, of course, hire on a general position like a virtual assistant to take on some of the tasks for you so that you can start focusing on money-making tasks that only you can do in your business. So if you want more information on hiring and if you're ready to hire and all of that jazz, then make sure to check out episode four of the Teacher Entrepreneur Podcast, which is how to know when you're ready to hire as a teacher entrepreneur. To sum it up, this basically comes at a time in your business where you've hit your own capacity. So as your teacher business has grown, so have the demands. But as our business grows, we also get to be more choosy on the things that we do day to day and what tasks we actually enjoy and what are tasks that only we can do. And so the tasks outside of this are things that you could consider outsourcing. That way you can step more into a visionary role and then you can start to lead people under just one goal and one vision. This, of course, can give you back more time. It'll make you more productive, give you more brain space, more creative freedom, and then, of course, exponential growth in your reach, but also in your revenue. So make sure to go and check out episode four if that's something that you think sounds like it might apply to your business. But the important thing to note here is that before you go to hire and before you start outsourcing, you do need to have at least some systems in place. So for example, you need to have it laid out somewhere, what tools you use in your business. You need to have some filmed workflows and tutorials that you've created through a tool like Loom. And you probably need to have this organized in some sort of SOP vault or a resource bank that your future hire can come back and reference in the future when they forget how to do something so that they don't have to keep coming to you and bothering you and asking you how to do everything every day. 
So now that we have a better idea of really what systems and outsourcing truly means, let's talk a little bit more about who it's for. This, of course, is for the teacher entrepreneur that feels like they have a never-ending to-do list. They're struggling to find more time in their business. You feel like you're wasting a lot of time on daily operational tasks. Or someone that might need to focus on systems specifically could be someone who's stepping into the next level of your business and you feel like it's really time to revamp. You want to polish up what you've been doing before you move on to a new project or adding on something new. So some questions to ask yourself if you feel like this is what you need to focus on next to figure that out are, are you scrambling when it's time to teach to pull up your curriculum? Or does it take you hours after you're finished teaching at the end of the day to send feedback to your students? Or does it take you hours to plan your lessons? Do you struggle with consistency? Do the tasks that you do day to day feel hard? Are you wasting time daily on tasks that you hate doing that someone else could do? Ask yourself these questions and take some time to reflect on whether this feels like something that's a pain point for you and that you really feel like you need to make a change in your own business. Now that we've covered the what and the who, let's talk strategy. I want to talk about three main things for this. And most of them, again, are on systems specifically. If you want more details on hiring, then again, go check out episode four for more on that. But I'm going to talk about three things specifically for systems that you really want to get down. So the first one is project management. So it's really important as you step into these next levels of your business that you have some sort of project management tool that aligns with your needs. So this could be a platform like Asana or Trello. Those ones are really popular and a little bit simpler. So they're easy to learn if you're not like super tech savvy. Or of course, there's ClickUp, which I use and I'm obsessed with, but it is quite in depth and sometimes overwhelming. And the reason that you really, really need to have a project management tool is because it kind of acts as your virtual command center. So this is how you can streamline things like communication and also task management, to-do lists, assigning tasks to the people who do work for you. It also is a great way to give you a bird's eye view of ongoing projects and honestly, just a place to maintain your own to-do list to get it out of your head and get it somewhere where you're going to get reminders when it's time for those things to happen. Basically, it ensures that you have a really seamless way to collaborate with your team, but also just stay organized yourself and to really track your progress. The next thing that you really should focus on is time tracking. So you could use a free tool like Clockify to actually track your time and to see day to day what you're really spending your minutes and your hours doing. I would do this for at least a week just to get a baseline of what you're spending your time doing. And that way you can see what are the recurring tasks that come up for me? Where do I feel like I'm wasting my time? And that way you have a better idea of what kind of tasks you could potentially outsource. It might also show you that you're spending a lot more time on certain things and that you need to budget your time differently than you have in the past. And again, you don't have to do this forever, but I would consider doing this for maybe one week each quarter just to check in on how you're using your time and see if you can better optimize it. And then finally, SOPs are so important. So even if you're not hiring someone yet, and it's really just you and your one moment show, I would start creating videos of recurring tasks that you do right now so that when you are ready to hand this off to someone in the future, it's not this huge overwhelming task that you need to get everything in the business documented and ready for them before you go to onboard them. 
SOPs, they kind of act as like a business playbook. So they give clear and step-by-step guidelines for routine tasks. Even if you're not hiring someone right now, there are things that you can check in on when you go to complete that task every time to make sure that you don't forget anything or to make sure that you're not wasting your time trying to remember how to do something. So I know that some people love systems. Some people hate systems. Personally, I love it. I geek out on this stuff. I'm a super detail-oriented person and I really enjoy it. But this is so important when scaling. It's a non-negotiable. If you don't have your processes outlined and defined like this, it's making your day-to-day more difficult. And if you're making your day-to-day more difficult, you're not going to have the capacity to add on new offers or new passive income streams. And you also won't be able to effectively hire someone and train someone because you're so busy with your own day-to-day tasks. I know that this isn't necessarily a path to diversify in the sense of you're not adding on a new revenue stream or something like that to your business, but it's like a pre-step. You have to do this before you go about adding on something new. If you're already overwhelmed in your own business and then you're ready to take things to the next level, you have to sit down and nail down some of these systems and consider outsourcing, if not eliminating some tasks altogether before you go about adding on something new. So this is so important. All right, I hope you found some value in this episode and that you're feeling really inspired to get organized, to maybe start that project management tool or even to hire on a new team member. If this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to spread the word, share it with a friend that you think would also find value in it. And if you want to go ahead and dive deeper with some of our freebies, make sure to head to katiegettis.com for more info. Thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode.